at all About the crowns we gonna wear Jesus, you and me In eternity The winner stays the crown He who won the crown Walk the street of gold In glory, victory I just wanna talk About the crowns we gonna wear He gives to everyone Who looks for his return I just wanna share About the crowns of righteousness He gives to everyone Who looks for his return I just wanna talk about the crowns of righteousness. His gifts to everyone who looks for his return. The winner takes the crown. He who won the crown walked the street of gold in glory, victory. So will you overcome all the tests and trials? And will you lay aside all the sin away? To see the Lord, to you about heaven. Mansion built for you by your Lord and King. You must overcome, strive to have that blessed crown. It is your great reward from the King of Hallelujah. Give the Lord a wonderful clap offering. Have you been able to write everything? We would we'll continue. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, for so, those of you who came late, I'm sharing with you about how to get people saved now, and or, brought into the church. So teach your members about anakazu. But the problem that we have is that many of us ourselves as pastors, we don't even know how to preach the salvation message. Now, how are you? What's that? for you? So we need to learn how to preach messages on salvation. Those messages are different from prosperity messages. Prophetic messages. Encouragement messages. Promotion messages. Hallelujah. Amen. And I would like to recommend this book, which is in the Macarius. How 
you can preach how you can preach how you can preach salvation. Amen. Amen. Mm? And in this book, Bishop Doug has so many, he has categorized salvation messages in a very simple and practical way so that you can choose any that you want at any time. For example, there's salvation and, indiv- and various individuals. Jesus and the woman of Samaria. Do you know and recognize Jesus? Jesus and Nicodemus. Jesus and Zacchaeus. What shall I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus and the rich fool. Don't waste, don't waste your chance. Jesus and Judas Iscariot. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. There's salvation, judgment, and hell. Life, death, and judgment. It's a message. Why your soul is important is a message. Who go to hell? So you stand on the crusade platform or wherever you are, and then you say, I'm going to preach to you who go to hell. And under each sermon, he has given the points, he has given the scriptures that you can use. And these are the messages that he has been preaching on the crusade platforms. It's, it's in the Macarius. Amen. Amen. The blood of Jesus. Yes, Moja. You can preach about how the blood of Jesus saves. How the blood of Jesus heals. How the blood of Jesus delivers. Hallelujah. Amen. So, this is how to have multiplication campaign. And if you do that relentlessly, all the time, you and your members, the result will be that you have so many converts in your church. The reality is that people are not being saved in our churches. It's true. How many honest pastors are here? Let me see your hand. We say, Bishop, we agree with what we are saying. Bishop, yes. Yes. Now, it is not enough to make sure that a lot of people have been converted. You must keep them. It's good to see you. You must keep them. Amen. Amen. No matter how much you stand at the riverside 
with your bucket with a big hole under it and try to, you put a big polytank, poly you know, there. And then you are trying to fill it. And then you are fetching, and the, the, the river is full. I mean, it's full. It doesn't like water. But your bucket has this big hole under it. So when you fetch, you know, before you dump into it, everything is gone back. This is the other problem that we are having in our church. In our churches. Our front door is open wide to receive people. But our back door is also open very well. So the people come into the front and then they go out to the back. And na, nobody stays in the church. Now, yes, sir, no. I put away any mono, and we be a gemcrofono, and a procassia be so dechre, and a man for effable echo. So, for the church to grow, we must open the front door very wide for people to come in, whilst making all efforts to make sure that we block, we block the back door so that they cannot go out. And if all the time most people cannot go out to the back door, it means that most people will stay in the church and the church will grow. Hallelujah. Amen. How do we do that? It's the subject of our discussion this morning. That's what I'm starting with. So I want to talk to you about retention evangelism. Retention evangelism. Amen. Hmm? Yeah. You can find it in this book, the Mega Church. Hallelujah. Now watch this. There is an attitude that a pastor who wants to build a mega church must have. Lift up I need a certain attitude. I need a certain attitude. Because I want to build a mega church. What is this attitude that you need? It is that attitude that Jesus Christ, the builder of the church, had. Never forget that it is Jesus who is building his church. He said in Matthew chapter 16 verse 18, I will build my church. I will build my church. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So what was Jesus' attitude towards the souls that came to him? His attitude was that he will lose nobody. He will lose nobody. Except the son of perdition. Amen. Look at John chapter 6 and verse 39. John chapter 6 and verse 39. And this is the Father's will which has sent me 
that of all which he had given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again at the last day. Now, when a janibut I said, a pastor who wants to build a large church must have the attitude that Jesus had that all the souls that God is giving to you in your church, your attitude, your posture, your aim, your desire, your fight should be that none of them is lost. Not even one. Not even one. Yes. Not even one. That is why a pastor must have a big heart. Because a pastor is not a scatterer. A pastor is a gatherer. Now, also for you be a petting crop for so for you be a bourbon crop And to gather, you must have a heart that accommodates all kinds of people. Because there are all kinds of people who come to the church. People who are rebellious. People who are stubborn. People who are ungrateful. People who are equalizers. A church member looked at his pastor and said, you deserve to be slapped. So now, if your heart is not big, you tell him that this is the door. Don't step here again. There is, there is a big temptation for you as a pastor to tell many people, don't come again. You, don't come again. I don't want to see you here. You know, if that is how you are going to do, there will be nobody in the church. If you're going to sack all the fornicators from your church, hey, your church will finish. Most of the people in the choir may be fornicated. Now, Many of the ashes may be fornicated. We may not even be sure about the pastors. You say you are going to sack fornicators. When they brought an adulterous woman to Jesus, one of his church members, who has gone to commit adultery, and the people said, Jesus, let us sack her. And then when we go out of the church, let us actually kill her. Jesus said, we don't kill church members like that. He says, sister, come. You too, what you did was not good. Don't do that again. You hear? Stay in the church, but don't do that again. I don't Sometimes, depending on your temperament, mm. your church doesn't work. All human beings can be grouped into four temperaments. Cholerics, melancholics, sanguines, 
and phlegmatics. Cholerics are very strong personalities. They are intense. They are leaders. They are target minded. Achievement oriented. They don't need encouragement to do things. Amen. Amen. So they are very good leaders. That, that is their strength. But they also have weaknesses. They can be very rude, arrogant, proud, disrespectful, and insensitive to other people. When you are a pastor and you are not sensitive to the church members, you are arrogant, you are brash, you are harsh, you just talk to them anyhow, you know, people will not feel comfortable to be around. So your choleric trait is fighting against your building of a good church. It will call Eric Subano. Yes. Yes. Several years ago, in one of our churches, I assisted one of our bishops, Bishop Sam. And thank God for his life. I learned real pastoring of people from him. I was buga buga. I know the also a buga buga. Look, he's misbehaving. I'll, I'll tell him. Leave him. Leave, 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 leave him to me. Leave him to me. Oh, rough. Leave him to me. Jane mami. Jane mami. I'll sort him out. And then our our church didn't have doors. I say, fortunately there are no doors. I say, so quick, quickly. Put me in here. I'll tell go, him go. to leave. Go, 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 go. Then he will tell me, yes, sort him out. <laughs> After some time, I realized that all oh, the some way people, he had a way of going about to encourage them, to correct them. And they were all in the church flourishing, became better people, worked Serving the Lord, how I would have served them long ago. Now, so for to me, young Wabotre, and to make a saturum, and to Omofu, and almost a saturna so anymore, and any papa. As I'm speaking, you can see that, you see, you see, okay, you see, you see, the word of God has caught you right there. Now, yes, I'm. Is that your term that I noticed? Amen? Amen. Hmm? Now listen to me. Yeah. I learned so much from him that later on, when I became overseer of pastors and churches, I remember one time I was having a meeting. And some people had really misbehaved. <laughs> and my senior pastors took them on. And sorting them out. 
Sometimes, sometimes, oh, it's okay, it's okay. I mean, we do say a year, Next time, people. So there was a couple there. They used to be with Tama. They said, Reverend, you have changed. Now, I for you, I'm going to say, hey, what's this? They said, you have changed. Software, but what's this? Why? They say you buy, you are sitting down here, and things like that are going on. And this is what we are saying. It's about your, your, your temperament, you must allow the Holy Spirit also to refine the areas that are not good. Don't throw away the positives. Because that is good for you. But allow the Holy Spirit to refine and work on you to refine. When I tell people that I've even become a phlegmatic, they don't believe me. Now, I'm first one, phlegmatic. But you can ask my pastors. Many times, it's so, 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 it's okay. You need a combination of that. When you're a pastor and you are a melancholic, melancholics are people who think all the time. Melancholic, they be They are self-righteous. They are very orderly. If you're a husband and you are married to a melancholic wife, you can't put your shoe anywhere at all. The, the toothpaste. You know, men, when we can, you just hold the middle and press it. A melancholic wife said, ah, press the thing from the bottom, small, 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 small. So a melancholic pastor cannot withstand the mistakes and there, you know, there's some weirdness of the people. But the reality is that it's not perfect people who have come to church. We are all sinners who have come to church. Melancholic so for the only unpensable who a melancholic is an unforgiving person. No melancholic is so for you, be on vanche. Yeah. When I was in the hospital, I had a patient. Very important person. Married to an important man. And then I realized that for 18 years, they were living in the same house but sleeping in separate rooms. So I said, why? I said, she said she, he did something 18, 18 years ago. <laughs> he did something 18 years ago. <sighs> Amen. So when we're pastor, when, if we are choleric, we have to work on it. Be forgiving, be sensitive to people, allow people to make mistakes. I get what I'm saying. Allow people to make mistakes and correct them. All such people would be in the church and as the time goes on, the word of God and the spirit of God will perfect them.
Listen to me, pastors. A pastor is a gatherer. A pastor is not a scatterer. Your aim is to gather. Your aim is not to scatter. Yeah. Amen. Then some people are sanguines. A sanguine. A sanguine pastor is a happy pastor. Very, very happy. The church is full of laughter, excitement, joy. Everybody is happy. Every time. That is the he's charming. That, 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 that is a positive side. But the weakness is that you see he's very disorderly. Now If the choir, the praise and worship is thirty minutes, uh, the praise and worship is thirty minutes, and the praise and worship leader has gone for one hour, he doesn't really care. That's a present worship in your 30 minutes. Not the old one. The brother of the Fano, Monto Monto, and Nijo, and himself will be dancing. One hour, no. Forgetting that the service must close at a certain time for people to go home and do other things. Then you reference it as someone, a poem, maybe Nanko for coffee. When you come to his church, the stage, everything is messed up. There's order on the stage. Yeah. But a sanguineous pastor, I mean, everything is messed up. So for your sanguine, Amen. Then you have there, and then sanguineous pastors have a weakness, and their weakness is that um, they can be morally weak. They can be morally weak. Yeah. Especially in the area of sexual sins. They are easy going. They are happy people. So it's like, oh, oh. Charlie. Let's just be happy. I understand what I'm saying. Let us enjoy the church. Then phlegmatics are laid back people. Now Laid back means that they understand it. They take their time. They are not worried about anything. They are not in a rush. No, they are not in a rush. They are very nice people. Oh, phlegmatics, you, you can't get them to quarrel with you. Now, to me, everything is okay. Everything is okay. Very nice. So, it is very easy for people to gather around them. People like them. They don't have problems. But they have a weakness. And so, number one, they are very lazy. They don't have energy. They don't have sense of initiation. They can't achieve anything. They are just there. The church is 30. 
cannot even see that the church is 30 and that the church can become 50. You can't wake up to initiate crusade, evangelism, let's move the church. He doesn't have strength. So this is a reason why your church may not be working. Maybe a choleric. That is just arrogant, bashing people. You may be a phlegmatic, you don't have inertia. You may be a, a, a sanguinous pastor. You have slept with half of the sisters in the, when a man in, the in the choir. I will cry anymore. You may be a melancholic pastor. You are insensitive, unforgiving. So people cannot. Do you know that there are some people you cannot stay around them? Because they find fault with you all the time. Pastor, listen. The people in the church, they are not perfect. You are not perfect. Two groups of imperfect people we have met. Let's be patient for the Lord to work on us. Clap your hands for the Lord. Amen. Amen. I'm talking to you about how to retain people in the church. You can bring a lot of people in the church, but if you don't have the attitude of Jesus, who said, I don't want to lose anybody, your church will still not grow. John chapter 17 and verse 12. Listen to Jesus again. Listen to Jesus again. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Those that thou gavest me, I have kept, and none of them is lost but the son of perdition that the scripture might be fulfilled. Take note. And none of them is lost. Jesus always kept all the people. If you want to build a large, a large church, have the posture, the aim, the desire, fight to keep all the people that God gives you. You hear many pastors, look, you can go. Or oh, you can go. Hey! Have the attitude of Jesus. You know, Jesus is our best example because he's the one who is building the church. John chapter 18 and verse 9. John chapter 18 and verse 9. That the saying might be fulfilled which he spake of them which thou gavest me have I lost None. Yeah. I've shown you three scriptures. John 6 39. John 6 39. John 17 12. John 17 12. What John 18 9. John 18. Jesus had an attitude not to lose anybody. May you have the spirit of Jesus. May you have the spirit of Jesus. May you have the attitude of Jesus. May you have the mind of Jesus. May you have the posture of Jesus. May you think like the way Jesus taught. Yes, you know. 
after this conference. There are some members that you must call them. Call, call them privately. From and say, listen, I want to give you another chance. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Some Some of you, you, you need to call about 17 people that you have sat from the church. By you that you are sacking somebody, if the Lord really wants to, by now. Now, what will my man for saying? How many of you know that will have been sacked long time? My two hands are up. Now, me person, Pamia, and come up, Pamia, and Dada. Amen. Amen. When Jesus fed 5,000 in John. Chapter 6. Alright? And there was a lot of leftover. In verse 12. Listen to what he said. When they were filled, he said unto his disciples, gather up the fragments that remain that nothing be lost. Gather up the fragments. Do you understand fragments? The pieces of food, pieces of fish, pieces of bread, fish bones that were scattered. Now watch this. Can you imagine feeding 5,000? I mean, the, the place could be as large as the car park probably so these things were scattered all over and Jesus told the 12 disciples go around and pick all of them and gather them so that none will be lost so a, a, a pastor must go through a lot of pain and patience to make sure that you gather and keep your people so how many people after this conference decide not to if somebody steps in your church he has made a mistake yes. no 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 he's not going you are staying God brought you here. Yes. That's why we are concerned. You are here. Even if you are an arm robber. Jesus said, the son of man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Pastors, listen to me. Do you know why your church is not growing? Because sinners don't come to your church. You want important people. You want, you want rich people. You want the bank manager in your area. The MP in your area. No. It is sinners that must come into the church. Sinners. Sinners. It is poor people. Who must come into your church? Hello? Hello? I am showing you why your church is empty. Because, because you don't have poor people. 
church must be full of poor people. Because the gospel is for the poor. What did Jesus say? Matthew 4.18 The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. In Matthew 11, when John the Baptist sent two of his disciples to go to Jesus and ask him, are you the Messiah or we should look for somebody else? He said, go and tell John the things that you see and you hear here. Tell him that the blind are seen, the lame are walking, the sick are being healed. The dead are being raised. And the poor have the gospel preached to them. Poor people are open to the gospel. Rich and important people don't care a hoot about the gospel. Jesus said, you see, we must, we must listen to the words of Jesus. Jesus said, how hardly shall a rich man enter? How hardly shall a rich man enter into the kingdom of God? And for the past eight months in this year, your effort has been some two rich men that have come to build their house in your area. No, I'll call bomb witnesses. Ah, oh, sorry, Look. Go for the poor. Go for the poor. Our church has a lot of poor people. people. Yes. But they are the people that the gospel is for. And watch this. The people who followed David into the wilderness. They were the poor people. The people in debt. The people that nobody thought about. But after a few years, they became the mighty men. Of David. Now, David, the David, The poor people that are streaming into your church, respect them, love them, preach to them, appreciate them, care for them. These same people, by the power of the Spirit of God, the glory of God will come upon them. These are the same people who will be paying good offerings one day. These are the same people who will be parking their cars at your car park. This will be the same people who will be sponsoring your crusades. This will be the same people who will be a blessing unto you. They are going to become your mighty men. Don't despise them. Love them. Care for them. Now, yeah. My office is open to all of them. Now, I have time for all of them. They come one after the other. I talk to them. Bishop, no office. Don't be a pastor 
your, your friends are always the rich and important people in your church. No, we want them to be in the church. We like them. They should be there. They should give offerings. They should pay good time. We like them. We love them. But I'm saying that they are not the people who even help you to build the church. No, Rich people don't do anything in the church. Oh, are you here? The rich people in your church, they don't do anything. In fact, they are trying even to control you. They are trying even to control you. They are trying even to control your preaching. And some of you are trapped you are in captivity in your own church some of these rich people you have made them the people that feed you they give you regular offerings personally and so when, when you preach the word and it's not going they come and say pastor in fact look that word about you know adultery sleeping around you say pastor you know, I mean, you know please please if you control like that, I don't think that I can be in the church. When he says that, I say, hey, my offerings are finished. Let me change my message. But let me tell you something, Pastor. You don't need any man to feed you. If God called you, if God called you, He will feed you. You never, you never lack bread. You never lack bread. God will feed you. Maybe things are difficult now, but press on, press on. God will take care of you. I say, God will take care of you. You eat in the morning. You eat in the afternoon. You eat in the evening. You eat at night. God will look after you. Oh yes. God will build a house for you. God will give you a car to drive. God will look after your children. No man, no man is your supplier. Yes. God is your supplier. Amen. Amen. Yes. 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 The same God who sent ravens to feed Elijah. Same God is alive. Don't place your callings, your giftings, your anointings in the hand of a man. If they want to give to serve the Lord, they should do it. But you cannot control me. Preach what God wants you to preach. Preach what God wants you to preach. Preach what God. Paul said, if I become men, pleases, I cease to be the servant of God. May you remain a servant of God all the time. May you remain a servant of God all the time. In the name of Jesus, clap your hands for the Lord. Listen down. So fight to keep Everybody that God gives to you, you must have the mind, the heart, the attitude of Jesus Christ. As Jesus so, said, I don't want to lose anybody. As I said, Except the son of perdition. 
There are some people, no matter what they do, they cannot be in that church. Allow them, Allow them to go. You have prayed for them, they are not happy. You have interceded for them, they are not happy. You have preached to them, they are not happy. You have helped them, they are not happy. You have solved their marital problems, they are not happy. You have made them, you put them in your car to help them to go somewhere. They are not happy. Look, there's not much you can do. What bomb? What bomb? Payamon. Leave them. What do you want to and so many? Nobody be and so many. They are sons of perditions. Those are the only people who must go. Now, the other thing you need to do to retain people, I'm talking to you about retention evangelism, to retain people is to Follow them up. After you have won converts, you must follow them up. Following them up means carrying out a series of activities to make sure that your eyes, your heart, your hands, your mind is on them to check on them to stabilize them. Amen. Amen. And follow up is both physical and spiritual. Amen. Amen. You must follow up the converts, the visitors that God gives to you by Praying for them. By praying for them. Hallelujah. Amen. Now look at me, pastors. So for your journal. Let me talk to you about prayer. If you cannot pray as a pastor, you cannot have a successful church. The work of a pastor is to pray and to study the scriptures for himself and also to teach. In Acts chapter 6, as the congregation increase, the responsibility of looking after them, giving them food, look, I mean their needs and all that also increased. Now look at me, pastors. You see, now God is going to begin to increase your church and build it up. But it is going to come also with a temptation. The temptation to now leave God and build the people and care for the people. There is going to be more weddings. More naming ceremonies. More baby dedications. More funerals. More uh, dedication of houses and businesses. The more people you have, the more these things come up. And there's a temptation for you to leave God 
and focus on these people. But remember, watch, Pastor. You are called a man of God. A pastor is called a man of God. Doctors are men and women of hospital. A doctor for a mere any member. Soldiers are men and women of war. Policemen are men and women of trying to maintain peace and order. A police for a man in Mema Omopese, a pastor. A pastor is a man of God. A man with God, a man around God, a man by God, a man for God. That's, that's you. So, so nothing should take you away from being with God. So the apostle said, no, 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 no. Look at it. Acts chapter um, 6. Let's read it. Then, no, from verse 1. From verse 1. And in those days, when the number of the disciples was multiplied, there arose a memory of the Grecians against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. Then the twelve called a multitude of the disciples unto them and said, It is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Wherefore, brethren, look ye among, look ye out among you seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. Verse 4. Verse 4. But we, watch this. Pastor, church workers, are you here? But we will give ourselves, watch the next word. Watch the next word. When, when you read the scriptures, don't try to brush some of the words aside. Now, what can't you Every one of them is the word of God. God spoke it. Unless the Bible translators put it there to help us to understand. But when God was talking, He said, But we will give ourselves continually. To prayer and to the ministry of the word. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? You've gone home. Oh, how many of you are seeing? So a pastor. Hello? Your first duty, Bishop, welcome. Your first duty as a pastor is to pray. Prayer is the first apostolic instruction. First Timothy 2 1. First Timothy 2 1. First Timothy 2 1. This is what Paul said to Timothy, his son in ministry. I exhort therefore that first, first of all, 
supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made. First of all, prayer is the first. Here, here, here. Pastor me, right here. Bishop. Prayer is the first apostolic command. Now, empire any Now look at me. I want to say it again. A pastor who does not pray cannot have a successful ministry. You cannot have a large church. You cannot have a successful ministry if we're a pastor and you cannot pray. And many pastors do not pray. Now we are so for no mumpire. What's only end to me and yakasia? Now so for me, but so a mumpire. A research was done among the evangelicals in America and they found out that pastors on the average were praying like 15 minutes a day. No more young person, person, people in America, no more say, I saw for baby, a bumpire, bear 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes prayer cannot even take care of a demon that wants to slap you. Now, if 15 minutes per body, one more person who has somebody into me, and you need to slap you. Yeah. There's a demon that wants to put something in the heart of your wife. Let alone release power to gather people. No. Now watch. Why was Jesus successful in ministry? He was successful not because he was God. Because on earth, even though he was God, he was a man, the son of God. That is why he needed the Holy Spirit just like you and I. For, for 30 years, Jesus did not preach, teach, heal anybody until the Holy Spirit came. Just like you and I cannot do anything until we are anointed. By the man was powerful. The man was, I mean, his preaching. The people were amazed at his preaching. Now, Kenya, a nipple would chill him. When he preached, what has we call the, the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapter 5 to, um, to 7, the Bible says that when he has finished these sayings, I believe verse 28, the people were astonished at his teachings. For he taught them not as the Christ, but as one that had authority. Receive an anointing to be a great teacher. Receive it now, right now. Amen. Now pastors, listen. Do you know why people come to your church? The first reason why people come to your church is your message. If you like, do a little research in your church. Why do you come here? They say, I like your preaching. 
Because what somebody had is saying it. I like your preaching. preaching, That is why a pastor must be a good teacher of the word of God. You must learn how to teach. Some of you don't know how to teach. Look, your church members, only that they can't tell you. But, but genuinely, they are not blessed. Only that they can't tell you. Yeah? When you start preaching, we don't know where you are going. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Today I want to talk to you about the blood of Jesus. You see, the blood of Jesus is a very important thing. And normally, when you talk at blood and you look at even blood, and like, if you like the blood, let's say a zebra has blood. Zebra, so that the the movement of blood in different countries and with history, the blood that we have seen, because and, and and therefore, so 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 so, what are you trying to say? Now, what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? Amen. That's why you must listen to preaching. Preaching. And you must watch preaching. Now share preaching. Preaching is the number one reason why people come to your church. Amen. Amen. The second reason why they come to your church is your charisma. And your personality. Who you are. Your leadership. The way you handle them. And all that. The third reason why they come to church is the friendships and associations that they get when they come to your church. So we heard two days ago Bishop Saki saying that every Sunday at the end of his service, he tells the old members, nobody should come. For the next 30 minutes, I want to interact with new people. Bishop Saki Hallelujah. Amen. The reason why Jesus was powerful he healed the sick. Multitudes followed him. Listen, was because the man was a man who spent time with God all the time. talking about Jesus. I am talking about Jesus. Before his ministry, he prayed. Matthew 4, Luke 4, he prayed. He prayed. Every day. Mark 1.35 Jesus went to pray. The Bible says in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went to a solitary place and there he prayed. A pastor, look at me, pastors. A pastor must pray in the night. And so, so for who bombay and And a pastor must pray hours. Bombay hours. Don't shame. Now look at that verse, Mark 135. I want to show you something. 
Verse 36. And Simon and they that were with him followed after him. Verse 37. Watch this. And when they had found him, now listen to this. When they have found him, implies that they were looking for him. Are you here? Do you agree with me? And when they have found him, when they have found him, if you have found something, you have been searching for the thing. So they walk up. Where is Jesus? They are looking for Jesus. And they found him. And when they found him, what did they say? They said unto him, All men seek for thee. Watch this. All men were looking for Jesus. People were looking for Jesus for naming ceremony, funeral ceremony, dedication of businesses, of houses, all the things that your members are asking you to do. As your church is growing, your members have lined up programs for you. Jesus, he knew that all those things were there. But he said, I'll put aside all these things and do the most important thing first. Let me go and be with God and talk to God. A pastor must know your source of power. Your source of power is not your car that you drive. It's not the money that you have. Your source of power is God. That's why a pastor must pray. Jesus prayed all the time. Luke 6, 12. Before he chose his 12 disciples, the Bible says he prayed all night. I'm talking about Jesus. He didn't just choose. He prayed about it. Watch this. Even that, even that one of them became a devil. How do you come about, how do you come about the decisions that you take in your ministry? Some of you, you watch what other people are doing. And you say, let's do the same. He has from God. Yes, 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 Hmm? I hear you go home. Oh, how many of you are still here? I'm teaching about retention evangelism, how to keep people in the church. And I'm saying that, all right, the first thing is that half the attitude of Jesus, and the attitude of Jesus was that he said, I don't want to lose anybody. Number two, follow up the souls that God gives to you to retain them. 
Follow them up. And I'm saying that following up is both physical and spiritual. The spiritual aspect is prayer. Praying for the sheep. Praying for the converts. Praying for the members. Praying for the church. Praying for the ministry. Yes. And I'm saying, Jesus is our example. As a pastor, he prayed all the time. He prayed all the time. As a matter of fact, Jesus had a habit to pray. Luke 22, 39. He had a habit to pray. Look at it. Give me 39 if you have. And he came out and went as he was wont to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples also followed him. Give me NIV. Verse 39. Jesus went out as usual. As usual. As usual. To the Mount of Olives. And his disciples followed him. Verse 40. Verse 40. On reaching the place, he said to them, pray that you not fall into temptation. As usual. A pastor, a pastor must have a place that you go as usual. Not to watch English premiership. But to pray. But to pray. But to pray. Amen. To pray. Jesus prayed all the time. Yes, bompaya bribia. A pastor must pray all the time. So for the so bompaya debia. A pastor must pray all the time. As a so for bompaya bribia. Pastor, you're welcome. A pastor must pray all the time. As a so for bompaya bribia. Now look at me. If you are in full-time ministry, full-time ministry, that's your work. We are so for now a full-time ministry. So for the anyway, that is your work. And how many hours do people who work in banks and the rest? How many hours do they work a day? No more we had most crabby and don't shoot you know we eight hours. Don't shoot them watching. Some of them 10 hours. Thank you. A pastor. Now listen to me. 
a full-time pastor must pray minimum three hours every day. So far, we are full-time software here. There one month Minimum three hours every day. a full-time pastor. A lay pastor, maybe two hours, one hour. But a full-time pastor, that is your full-time work. Minimum three hours. So far, we are full-time here. Don't But But I'll tell you, I'll tell you that that is minimum. Now, three hours and Pray five hours, seven hours. Don't and so five hours, seven hours. I know, and then so every day. The beer wake up at 2 a.m. Sorry, 3 a.m. Pray to 9 a.m. Bompire cop him nine. Pray to 10 a.m. Bompire cop him 10. Amen. Be with God. Be with God. During that time, read the scripture. During that time, listen to Christian messages. During that time, watch videos. During that time, read books, study books. Some no, can show some no. Tie preaching, share video. Nakai, nakai, mama. God will be with you. God will be with you. And when you go out, and God is with you, you do great things. God will speak to you about your church. God will give you a dream. God will give you a vision. You hear an instruction. Your eyes will be open about a difficulty in your ministry. I am not talking about one day. I am saying every day that is the work of a pastor. That's the work of a pastor. That is the work of a pastor. A pastor who wants to build a successful ministry, a large ministry. So for person, see us or guess here. Would you man or no? Yeah. Jesus prayed a lot. The Yesu Bompaye be pray. Most times after he has had mighty revivals, like Matthew chapter 24, when he fed 15, uh, 5,000 people, the Bible said when he sent the people away, he went to the mountain himself alone and prayed. And prayed. And it was from there that he came to walk on the sea. The impossible things of ministry, the difficult challenges of ministry are overcome after we have been with the Lord. Yes. Every week you should take one day that you don't go anywhere and pray 24 hours. Twenty-four hours. Did you hear that? Don't go anywhere. That is why a pastor must have a study. 
Eti no sofo de se wo be bia wusuade be there. Sheho. Be there. E dan ya wusuade wo. Sheho. Be there. Put off your phone. Do mu phone. Put off your TV. And no TV. Be there. Na ko sheho. Pastor be there. Osofo kwa in that room. Ko sheshede ni mu. Don't go out. Don't go be bia. Be there. The whole day. The money in be of God. Winning a man to go. Said Read scriptures. Watch videos. Catch us some nature, share videos, preaching video, meditate. Not drinking your wussiano, twenty four hours. The money when you enter the place six AM. You are coming out six AM the following day. Now, who can show an open Pastor, are you here? Or oh, yeah, you yeah. oh, yeah, have decided to leave already? Are you here? Also for her. That's how to retain the people. You have to pray for the sheep. Yeah. I spent hours praying for the sheep. So for some forgiveness for their sins. From asking God to keep them. Paul always was saying, I pray for you. I pray for you. I pray for you. All the time. I pray. Ephesians 1 verse 15. Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, Making mention of you in my prayers. Making mention of you in my prayers. Huh? Continue. Continue. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 17. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom. And he prayed for them. No, a bumper amount. He see a red in your He prayed for them. Bumper amount. Yeah. He prayed for them. Bumper amount. Colossians chapter one. Colossians four, Matthew from verse nine. For this cause, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of His will, in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. He prayed a long prayer. Paul was praying. Now Paul bompayama e didifono for the sins all the time. O bompayama e didifono. Philippians 1:9. And this I pray that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge in all judgment. He prayed for them. Now, when I'm a bomb pair, I'm a motor. Everything pray for the sheep. Many of your members don't love God. Now, what? And remember, they don't pray. What's all about? I'm on my scriptures. I'm on country. They don't want to do anything for God. I'm on person, maybe. I'm on anyhow. Your prayer is what will establish. Now, um, Bible, the Bible, waiting your team. prayer will bring the conviction of the Holy Spirit into their heart. Now, um, Bible, and the one where, um, your prayer will deliver them from demons that are attacking them. Now, um, Bible, the you, um, demons um, of backsliding. Um, demons of accusation. Um, demons of weakness. 
Your prayer, as you pray for them, so you must spend hours every day praying. It is said to be a two hours, three hours praying for them, interceding for them. Every day. Every month, Pastor, are you here? You want to keep the sheep? If you want to keep the sheep, you want the church to grow? Every month, find somewhere and go for personal retreat. Two, two, three days. Be there with God. Prophet. Be there with God. You see, many pastors can't do that. We are walking around. You are everywhere. Ashes meeting. You are there. You must be, you must be everywhere. Every day you have about 21 things that you have to do. No, watch this. A pastor must not be seen. Too much. Or so for the answer, who they be a who? So do we see? Yeah. But you see, that's a temptation. Now when it is social, we want to please the members. Yeah, but see, I saw a solemn for them. I'm not saying don't care for them. On case, me show me. You have been with God, it is easy to care for them. It's easy when you do visitation, your member is sick, you lay hands, the sickness is gone. Because the presence of the Lord is with you. When the presence of the Lord is not with you, you struggle. What makes the ministry easy is the presence of God. God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all them that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. Said it was the presence of God with him that made him capable. And the more you spend time with God, the more his presence will be with you. Amen. Amen. Huh? Yes. The more you spend time with God, the more his presence will be with you. Now watch this. These two pastors are friends. Actually, you are friends, is that not it? Yes, yes. we are friends. Yes. Watch this. 
Hmm? So, do you know that there are some people they use specific perfumes? Only one. Spray So with time, you associate it with them. If you go to a place and you know that they are there. How many of you know of such people? How many of you know of such people? Yeah. Yes. Me, I'm not like that. When I finish, but I ask my wife, what is that? Just anything from Tinkalo to any, you just bring, shh, I'm just going. What is that? Just bring it. Now watch this. So suppose this pastor is that type. And this is his friend. So he knows. He knows. And they have a mutual friend. Come. This is a mutual friend. He has gone to spend three hours with him. Chatting. Talking about ministry. Their wives. How in the night the wife didn't allow him. He's very angry. He has been comforting, comforting him. Issues about the ministry. Three hours. Don't shame me, sir. After that, he leaves him. He says bye bye. And feel in chair and then goes. And as he's going, he meets this their mutual friend. What is the question that this one will ask him? Have you been? With Pastor Solomon. Have you been with Pastor Solomon? Why is he asking that question? Why? Because what they normally know to be on Pastor Solomon, by him being with him for a long time, without even his knowledge, is smelling on him. When you build with God for a long time, when you build with God for a long time, when you build with God for a long time, and, long time, and you leave His presence, and you are going, what is on God? What is on God? You carry it. What did they call? Carry it. What did they call? Carry His power. What did you carry His presence? You carry. What did you me? How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Holy Ghost, and with power, because God, God. He was doing good healing because God was with him. There's a new book. I don't know whether we, we, we have it. From Bishop Dark. talks about the anointing the presence of God. Listen. Without you carrying the presence of God, you can't do much in the ministry. And you carry the presence as you spend time with him. Have you been with him? I say, yeah. Because three hours. Don't show me answer. That is how wives catch their husbands. She says, she says, you have been with a woman. What called baby in chain? 
Because the women's perfumes are different from ours. And unfortunately, the lipsticks too has marked you. Lipstick Watch this. When you go somewhere and we're there for a long time, there's a mark that comes on. Nasauko be bina ucha, bibi ekamu. It's a mark. I see the presence of God coming upon you. May the presence of God come upon you. May the presence of God come upon you. Yeah. If you don't do that, the Bible calls you foolish and stupid. Now watch this. Why is uh, double mega missionary church? Yes. Now, I hear you've gone home. Hmm. Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 21. Look at it. For the pastors, thank you, gentlemen. For the pastors have become brutish and have not sought the Lord. Therefore, they shall not prosper and all their flocks shall be scattered. You see, God is showing you why there's nobody in the church. When they come, they go. When they come, they go. When people come, they must stay. Then the church goes. Your, your balance must always be positive. Yeah. Three minus three can go on for 25 years. It will still be zero. But God is showing you. Why? Yes. Thank you. The anointing and the presence. You have it at the bookshop. Yes. And another one is flowing the anointing. Yes. The anointing and the presence. Thank you. God is showing you. Okay, give me NIV. Listen, look at me. This morning, don't allow God to insult you. Yes. God, God really, really wants to insult you. Pa. Watch this. Share. Yeah, because he, he, he employed you. Oh no no oh no for for he employed you. Oh no no for for you. Don't you insult your children? Yeah. And sometimes you blast your employees. Yeah. So God God wants to blast you. And and for what reason? Watch this. The shepherds are senseless. Why is God saying that you are senseless? Why is God saying that I am senseless and foolish. Why? He said the shepherds are senseless and do not inquire of the Lord. You are walking around carrying the ministry as if that the ministry belongs to you. Jesus said, I'll build my church. Now, if Jesus is the one who is building the church, then as a servant, you must go back every time to go and ask him, what is the next thing? What is the next instruction? What must I do? That is what prayer does. Prayer is going back. 
What must I do? What is the next assignment? When you don't pray, the message Bible, yeah, I'll get it here. Let me finish with this. Watch. So they do not prosper and all their flocks is scattered. Bishop Kofi, there is a reason why people don't stay in the church. The main reason, lack of prayer. Following them up through prayer. When Paul established the churches, he prayed for them. And in Galatians chapter 4 and verse 19, he said, My little children, of whom I travail again until Christ is formed in you. A pastor must travel in prayer. A pastor must travel in prayer for the sheep. For the sheep to travel. Travel. Who had heard such a thing? Why what is had your way by? Shall a nation be prophet in a day? Zion Travel. She brought her children. The spiritual children that must fill your church are going to be brought forth as you learn to travel, to pray, to intercede, to be in the presence of God. For hours on end praying for them. Now, give me the message Bible for Jeremiah 10 It's because our leaders are stupid. Now, please. Lift up and say, say, Lord, by the grace, I'm not part of this. Every day, what by, the say, by the grace, by the grace. By the grace. This morning, God has really meant to insult you. It's because our leaders are stupid. They never asked God for counsel. And so nothing went right. The people are scattered all over. Because they don't know Yes. All my workers must pray at least one hour every day. Now, omo ye juma mani ina wa sorry mo. That could be a don't share back with the so be a bumpire. Yes. My lay pastors, the pastors who work and pastor must pray one or two hours every day. Now, lay pastors are so for your wage, man. No, we say this of all. No, they be a don't show me a new and a back. Oh, dear, as a so be a vampire. The four time pastors now, Omoa, so for dear, no, one year, you know, pray seven hours every day. Oh, dear, don't show them soon seven hours. 
the older ones who are married with a lot of issues. That's okay. Five hours. No more worry on one ma. How many was no? I'm bumpy. Don't you know? Every day, seven days a week. The beer na wachimuni na. Somebody is praying. Obi bompaye. If I take my phone and I show you, what's the time? Ten. It's getting to ten. It's getting to eleven. Yeah. So right now, somebody is somebody started from from ten. From ten, it's about to end. Eleven. Somebody else is going to take eleven pair of to us every day. The beer every night, twelve to three, a group of people are praying. Amuachi beer twelve. Amuachi kopim three. You call it usaps. Overcoming satanic agenda prayers. Ye di onu ya binding them. Ye chetsebe humone. Eni kabreji ya hum. If you don't buy demons, they will take over your church. A pastor must spend Saturday evening to Sunday evening praying, interceding, and preparing for the service. No, so for the adimetic kusia da memri ma memri da na juno eso bompa ye no bo dimampa ebo ema kusia da esomono by seven eight p.m. You should be in your study praying from 7 8 to about 3 a.m. 4 a.m. for the service. Now, what she ayana should we with that? We study room, bopaya, copium, and machi, tray. Sending the wind of the Holy Spirit to go to the four corners of where you are. So, uncle, gather the people. No more. The gathering of the people is done by the Holy Spirit. Yes. Binding evil spirits that are telling your members that they shouldn't come to church. Even binding demonic rain. Some of the rains are not from God. Binding demons who have assigned activities to your church members that they should go and watch Blasters and Togo playing on Sunday. They shouldn't come to church. Yes. Every Sunday, myself and my pastors, from the evening to the dawn, 3 a.m., they are crying, Oh Lord, help us. Help us. Bring your people. Please. Let sinners be saved. Let the backslidden come and be refreshed. Hours on end. We sleep after 3 a.m. By 6, we are, we are up. We are getting ready to come to church. We come to church very tired. 
Because we have not slept much. But very anointed. Very, very anointed. We are tired. But we are kind of the presence of God. And the presence of God is what makes things to happen. Your days of sleeping Saturdays into Sundays, eight hours, <laughs> snoring, are over. Now, if you are serious with God, now you remember that Anna Duke, I did better go see that wood. Don't you know what channel? How many of you want God to advance you in the ministry? Listen, advancement of the ministry comes from God. And, and as you seek God, he advances you. Yes. First Samuel chapter 12 and verse 6. And Samuel said unto the people, It is the Lord that advanced Moses and Aaron, and that brought our fathers up. Out of the land of Egypt. Now somewhere catch there and confront say, "Eye nyankopo ena ema Moses ni Aaron eko mo nim ewo ejume nim." Seeking the Lord like Moses did is what advances you in ministry. Now what she say nyami nim said the Moses here no ena mo eko ebe mo eko nim ewo nyami ejume nim. Moses saw the Lord all the time. The biya na Moses eche nyami nim. Yeah, he spent days on end with God. And that is how God, that's why God advanced him. Moved him forward. Pushed him deeper and deeper and deeper into the ministry. Yeah. In Exodus chapter 3 and verse 1, God located Moses at the backside of the desert. Today, you may be at the backside of the ministry. But if you continue to seek God, God will locate you there and that same God will advance you greatly. May the Lord advance you in the ministry. Yes. He advanced him until Moses became a god to Pharaoh. In Exodus chapter 7 and verse 1, the Bible says, And the Lord said unto Moses, See, see, I have made thee a god to Pharaoh, and Aaron thy brother shall be thy prophet. He picked him from the backside and advanced him until he became God to Pharaoh. Through seeking God, God will cause you to have influence. Presidents run to the archbishop and they say, Pray for us. Papa. They call him Papa. 
bishop enim say papa ejapa for that two years old the rulers a man penny for god has advanced him onyame epianam na kwene nim the lord all these years from the backside, God advanced Moses until the Bible said he became very, very great. And the man Moses became very, very great. Look at Exodus chapter 11 verse 3. Now, when you so no money in Amen. Amen. And God gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Moreover, the man Moses was very great in the land of Egypt in the sight of Pharaoh's servants and in the sight of the people. From Exodus chapter 3, where God picked him at the back side. Nobody noticed him, nobody recognized, nobody knew him. Sheep. No, by Exodus chapter 11, by Exodus chapter 7, he was now a God. Now Exodus 7 for Pharaoh. But Exodus chapter 11, he, the Bible says now he was very great in the land of Egypt. Very great in the land of Egypt. As he continued to seek God. Hallelujah. Wherever you are in the ministry, that is not the end. That's not where God wants, wants you to be. God, God wants to advance you. I see God advancing 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 you. In the name of Jesus. Remember, it is God that advances you. Man of God, you understand that? It is God. That will advance you. And it comes about as you learn to seek of him. Yeah. Let your prayer life after this conference change dramatically. You, you'll, be shocked, you'll be shocked what will happen in your ministry. Now, as for me, if you give me time, that's what I want to do. Now, man, hey, yeah, I can be there for sixteen hours. Ten hours, twelve hours. Don't she do? Don't she do me a Three days in a room. I will die back. I'm not, I'm not coming out. I'm there. Sure. I need God. Where is God? I'm helpless. Lord, I can't do it. You should hear my prayers. I can't do it. Can you explain how people come to church on Sunday? Can you explain it? Do you really think that? It is because of who you are, that's why they are coming. Some of you came late. I will share with them our experience every Sunday. And I invite you here next Sunday. Come and see. Yes. That starts at 9.30. By 10 o'clock, there is nobody here. There's nobody here. 20 people, 30 people. 10 o'clock. Meanwhile, we are praying. 
Now you're born by you. Ten o'clock, we have started praise and worship. Ten o'clock, you're twice a year. We start praise and worship. We have just about some 50 or 60 people here. Yeah, shout praise and worship. Yeah. Around about 10 15, 10 20, 10 20, I was, I was explaining to them, you may think that fire has been thrown into people's homes. And they have been told that there's a place of safety. So they should run there. In groups. Buses are discharging people going. Buses are coming. We use 80 buses and 80 private cars every Sunday to bring the people to church. Within 20, 30 minutes, hundreds of people have gathered. 20 to 30 minutes. Apostle, that cannot be the work of a man. No, don't deceive yourself. Don't deceive yourself. Pastor, don't deceive yourself. Even Saturday now, you quarrel out of your wife. Even Sunday morning. Sunday and Opano. When we reach us, how can you bring people to church? But when you go to the presence of God, say, Lord, can you send the wind of the Spirit? Say, Israel was in the desert. Israel was in the desert. Now Israel for I was and there, said, no, "We want meat." No, Moses, you penam and nam and nam. And God said, "Fine." Onyamisi, Numbers eleven thirty one. God sent the wind. Onyamisi, swam from man. Far away, swam from man. Far away, swam from man. Listen to me. It doesn't matter where your church is. The wind of the spirit. The wind of the spirit. Can be released. To travel from far. We bring people to this church every Sunday from over 20 communities. Some of them are one hour, 40, one hour, some of them 45, one, some of them 40 minutes away. Spend time in the presence of God sending the wind. Sending the wind. Stop sleeping. You are sleeping too much. You are sleeping too much. You are watching too much television. You are making too many calls. You are watching too much television. Rise up. Sorry. Go to God. Tell God. I can't do it. Help me. You know, I was preaching at a church go conference in a city in Ghana. I won't mention the name. No, Kenya, or yet child grow conference. And I was preaching so. on prayer. And when I said a pastor must pray for seven hours, <laughs> a pastor at the back, one of my helpers was there, said, hey, seven hours now. Ever seven America. Now, okay, say, bump, so for bump, don't share it in sono, obedient, say, seven hours, as a man, Kwan, a Ben Makati. The ministry has not consumed you. When I go before God, I'm limited by time, not by what I have to say to Him. No, that's not what I want to say to Him. Plenty. And some of the bishop for three days, only one, only one topic. 
I hear you've gone home. Oh, ah. And he will lift up an ensign to the nations from afar and will haste unto them from the end of the earth. And behold, they shall come with speed swiftly. When you go to God, this is what happens. The people will come to your church not only with speed, but swiftly. I, I, like, I like God. God also does mathematics. How much is speed that you have even gone to add swiftness or to it? I've seen it with my eyes. When you go to Dr. Cho's church in Korea, Sundays they have seven services. Thousands of people fill the auditorium. And when they close, <laughs> the first service, it takes a long time for the people to get out. So at a point, the whole auditorium is empty. And now they open the gate for the next service. <laughs> Within two, three minutes, maximum five, you see people running, running. filling the pews. I see people running. Into your church. Oh, I see multitudes. Oh, I see multitudes. Oh, running into your church. Receive that grace now. Receive that grace now. Receive that grace now. In the name of Jesus. Multitudes running. And it was so son. Buses. You see. Hundreds of buses. People say car buses. Be pray. But have you seen your church? How people come to church? Oh, what's what's that? Encrofo ya bas or the twenty members. Nipa twenty ne guwa. One hour after your service has started, only three people are there. Don't shut up. Come on, share. Sorry, I say. Then nipa kakrebi naba after one and a half hours. Another five miserable members coming on their phones <laughs> in WhatsApps, don't shout about it, giving high fives. They don't have Bibles, nothing. For, for your 20 members to gather, it As, takes two hours, two and a half hours. It's true. But after this conference, when you learn to be like Jesus, now now we say yes, be like God. We yet no, 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 no,
swiftness in her ministry in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. May the fire of God cause the people to run, to run. May the fire of God put hunger in the heart of the people in the name of Jesus. May every spirit of dullness, laziness, backsliding, weakness be gone away from their lives in the name of the Lord Jesus. Clap your hands for Jesus. Amen. Amen. That is the second key to retaining people in the church. And it's a full toss of you. Now, for those of you who came late, I'm teaching how to keep people in the church. Yesterday, the last session, I taught how to bring people into the church. A lot of how many of you were here for the yeah. But, but, but I'm teaching that no matter how many people you bring, if you don't keep them, the church will still not grow. So you must carry out what's called retention evangelism. Retaining the people in the church. How do you do that? You do that, number one, by following them up. As I said, how do you follow up the converts and the people? You have to pray for them. You have to intercede for them. Number two, visit them. Visit them. Yeah. Visit them. God was very angry with the pastors and the shepherds in Exodus 34, because he said, you have not visited my sheep and therefore they are scattered. Now, pastors, listen to me. God could have been in heaven and saved us. But instead, he visited us. He visited us. Amen. Amen. There is power in visitation. To me, I was Sashemu. Jeremiah chapter 23, verses 1 and 2. Welcome to talk to you. Looking very anointed, but we can't wait to hear from you. What? Be unto the pastors that destroy and scatter the sheep of my pastor, said the Lord. God, God is God is saying there are some pastors who are scattering my sheep. And he said, Be careful. Now, how are you scattering the sheep? Verse 2. Now, Therefore, that said the Lord God of Israel against the pastors that feed my sheep. Ye have scattered my flock and driven them away. And have not visited them. Behold, I will visit upon you the evil of your doing, said the Lord. You have not visited them. The way not to keep people in the church is not to visit them. 
Listen to me, pastors. Never forget what I'm going to say. Any ship that you visit in your church, okay? 90% is likely to stay in that church. Just one visit. Just one visit. You know, people are not loved. Nobody bothers about people. People are in trouble. People don't know what to do. For them to sit in their house and they see you. See, when they, when, when they come to church, they don't even think that they can come close to you. And there the person is, and you have arrived, and the only reason why you have come, I have come to visit you. How are you? How are things? How are the children? How is the family? How is your shop? How are things going? It makes, it makes the greatest impact. Amen. 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 Yeah. A pastor's work is to visit your ship. Now, every week, now what should be? You must visit several of your ships. As I said, what's wrong? Go to their homes. Go to their offices. Go to their shops. Visit them when they are sick. Visit them when they are not sick. Visit the, 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 the poor. Amen? Don't visit only the rich. Visit the poor. Go to where they are. Yeah. Oh, when they see you, they are happy. Jesus visited us when we were poor, when we were sick, when we were sinful, when we were rebellious. A few years of visiting us on this earth, he has changed our lives forever to the effect that, to the extent that most of us here will serve him forever and love him forever and are devoted to him forever and are committed to him forever because he visited you in your heart and changed your life totally. Now, yes, you ever say in fear me, sir. Now, and so much of a scientist, you move a prayer, prayer, what's the sir? And I'm saying, you know, you're best someone who you're better than the tea after ball. Amen. Yeah. Sometimes I visit eight hours. Tommy Bia. Six hours. Seven hours. Five hours. I'm visiting. No, or house to house. House to house. House to house. Many times when I arrive, they want to cry. Bishop And even they don't believe it. I'll normally tell you know one of my senior pastors today I'm going to visit with you. Tell them that I'm coming. No. Tell them that I'm coming. Tell them that I'm coming. Tell them that I'm coming. Tell them that to think that we cannot visit them in their homes. May God forgive us. Say yes, or in my ever say yet to me, and my son will fear party when I may find your bonnet. May God forgive us when I may find Chay, Prophet Ama. 
you cannot be too big a pastor. Who is bigger than Jesus? 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 Why is he visiting? Visited. You can't be so big that now because of your big car, you can't visit. Most times, by the time I finish, I'm smelling. My car ties develop punches all the time. New ties. All the time. Because the places that I go, the places that I go, I visited uh, a lady recently. And she baby. When she came out, she didn't know what to do. Oh, she, she, she was shocked. She took me to an uncompleted building. Yes, yes, she took me to an uncompleted building. There was no chair there. She didn't know what to do. I found something that sat on it. And the bishop said, Come on, sit down. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. I saw her the following Sunday. She came to me in the front here and said, Bishop, these are my people that I brought to church. When they feel the love of God in you, they will tell other people, come. Nobody likes us, but I found a place. And you see, also, bring yourself to the level of bishop. I, I, I know you have PhD. I know. I know you have three theological degrees. But Paul said, I make myself, I'll become all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. Bishop, we, are, we, are, we are trying to save men. Yeah. And Jesus said, listen to this. Jesus said, feed my sheep. He didn't say feed my giraffes. Now, we should not be too high up there. Yes, Yes. Bring yourself down. To the level of the sheep. You are going to do visitation. You are in three piece. Now, you are going to do visitation. They see you, they are afraid of you. What she said, what three pieces go to what J? Oh, who are you? Put on your batik shirt, shirty shirt, find some sandals or something. Nepe slippers, we share as the people are. Bring yourself to them. Said your motiano, they will connect with you. Bong said, Oh, my bell, they will connect with you. Oh, my bell, you connect with you. Oh, my bell. Visit the sheep. Number three, focus on the work that you are doing. Concentrate. You are a pastor. Forget about all other things. 
Forget about all that things. Concentrate. Don't waste your time in a lot of politics, in a lot of even politics among pastors. Pastors, associations, when you go there, they want to meet every week. Sundays, 2 a.m. is the meeting. Sunday 2 a.m. What are you doing at the meeting? You are supposed to be in church. A pastor must spend the whole of Sunday in church pastoring the people. When I come to church in the morning, I leave around 2 a.m. 1 a.m. That's when I'm going. Bishop, so sorry, no pa. Oh, be no. I preach. I preach. I hold services. I do training programs. I cancel people. We visit all kinds of things. Now, okay, I'm not now, what are you doing? I have a very serious question for you. What are you doing at 11 o'clock? At All the people are in church. This is time for maximum pastoring, Stay in the church. Build the church. Concentrate on it. Hallelujah. Amen. Retention evangelism. May you walk in this wisdom. 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 Jesus said in three places. John 6 39. John 17 12. John 89. Of all that you have given to me, I have lost none. May you not lose the people that God gave to you. Pray for them. Follow them up. Visit them. Focus on your work. Amen. Amen. Teach them. Teach them. Teach them. I'm ending. Teach them. Now. The first teaching you should do is new believers school, new converts school. Have a strong new convert school. Strong. Let that school be run and taught by your senior most associates. And if your church is small, Teach it yourself. Who can teach better than you? Listen to me. The most important people in church on a Sunday are the converts. Now, power, so for 
Don't joke with your converts. Don't joke with your converts. Establish a strong new convert school. And teach them. Amen. Amen. In the Macarius. Oh, Macarius. Yeah. I can suggest some books to you. But me add the book in whom maybe What it means to be saved and not go to hell. What, what, what it means to be born again and not go to hell. Christians, how you can become a strong Christian. Read your Bible, pray every day. How to pray. Amen. Can I have them? How to be born again and avoid hell. You want people to be saved in your church? Preach on how to be born again and avoid hell. This year I've preached this message. You said that my message is, is not high. What should talk about Aaron's beard? Now somebody here, my uncle Aaron, about you say Emuasem. You must know what you want. And they say, "What do you want? We here. At the end, we here. We want people to be saved. We so say, "I'm for how to be born again." It is some come before so many are for for. No more omojani omunzemjemu. All right. After that, this is key fast for new believers. A jidi for where they can understand the basic. Doctrines about salvation, you know, and all that. What about baptism, hell, and all that? How you can become a strong Christian. You need to teach them. Read your Bible. Pray every day. How to pray. Set up a new convent school. New converts in our church have to attend six weeks. My senior most ministers are the people who are there. And monitor. And when they finish, then we give them a certificate. Then we take them to another level of training. We don't joke with them at all. No, no, no. No. They are the future leaders of your church. Recently, I took new converts of uh, after a few months. I just took them and I gathered 50 of them. I'm training them to become cell leaders right now. 50. These are people who have been in church for, you know, four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks. 12 weeks, I am training them to become sellers. The leaders that you need to help you to build the church are the ordinary people that God is giving to you in your church. Your duty is to rise up and to train them. And you, and you become great. May God bless your ministry. May God help you stand to your feet and lift up your hands. May God help you to achieve what Jesus achieved. He, he lost only the son of perdition. It is only the sons of perdition 
that can be lost. May God grant you the grace. Lift up your hands and pray. And say, Lord, grant me the grace to keep all the sheep that you give to me. Grant me the grace. 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 To keep. To retain. To retain. All the sheep that you give to me. Yes, Jesus. Lord, help me to follow them up. Lord, help me, Give me the spirit of prayer. Give me the spirit of prayer. The burden to pray. The burden to pray. The burden to be with you. To be anointed. To carry your presence. Help me to be in the presence of the sheep. Oh, yes, Lord. To pray. To be your presence to pray for the sheep, to intercede for them. Lift up your hands and pray. Lord, I lose so many people. Lord, I lose too many people. Help me, Lord, to keep the sheep. Help me to keep. Help me to keep them. Help me to keep them. Help me to keep them. Help me to pray for them. To pray. To pray, to pray for the establishment, Lord. I pray, Lord. I pray for the anointing to pray, for the anointing to pray, for the anointing to pray, for the anointing to wait on you to be in your presence, to be in your presence, to be in your presence. I want to be in your presence, oh God. I want to be in your presence, oh God. Interceding for the work, interceding for the sheep, interceding for the work, interceding for the sheep, Lord Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray for the spirit of prayer, for the spirit of prayer, for the spirit of prayer to spend long hours in his presence, to spend long hours in his presence. Lord, revive my prayer life, Lord, revive my prayer life, Lord, revive my prayer life. Lord, revive my prayer life. We ask for a revival of God. 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 May we go back on God. May we go back to visitation. May we go back to follow up. May we go back to visitation. May we go back to follow up. May we go back and pray for the sheep. Alando Lord, 
Beli loka tomazi gaba, aratuba bele bezaya, aronde zibre kataba. Oh, lift up your voice and pray. Something is happening now. Oh, God is reviving us. God is reviving us. We are becoming better pastors. Better pastors. Prayerful pastors. Prayerful pastors. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Alando zibre katomaha. Ibrashadabasikata. Araboshabalababa. Melelebozikatoma. Amandiri brosakotaba. Araboshibalababa. Ayantelelebozaba. Rebazibrabakataba. I don't want to lose my ship, Lord. I don't want to lose my ship, Lord. I don't want to lose my ship, Lord. Help me, O God, to implement all the things I've learned this morning. Help me, O God, to implement all the things I've learned this morning. All the things I've learned this morning. The revelations you have given, the things you have shown me. May I go and implement them. May I go and implement them. Help me, O God. Help me, Spirit of God. Help me, Holy Spirit. Help me, Holy Spirit. Anointing you, yes, Lord. Anointing, receive the anointing of the Holy Spirit. The grace of God, yes, Lord. That causes increase, yes, Lord. That causes grace, yes, Lord. Now, I ask the Lord to anoint you. Ask the Lord to anoint you. Tell the Lord, anoint me, Lord. 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 It is not by power, it's not by might. But it is by my spirit, said the Lord. Yes, Lord. Anoint me, Lord. Anoint me, Lord. Anoint me, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Anoint us, O God. And those Ibra Kabal, Rebosika de Masuata, Reshadobro Katoba, Imamama Gorobosia. Lord, pour your spirit upon us. Lord, pour your spirit upon us. Lord, anoint us. Anoint us. Oh, God is making a mega church pastor. Yes, 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 receive the anointing for the mega church. I see increase. I see growth. I see expansion. Receive many branches. Many, many branches. Many, many pastors. Many, many church workers. Many, many members. Your finances is increasing. Everything is increasing. Everything is increasing. By the power of God. By the power of God. For the grace of yes. God, yes. you are a mega church pastor. You are a mega church pastor. Littleness has left you. Littleness, lack of fruit, is gone. You are fruitful. You are fruitful. You are fruitful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Lift up your hands. Thank you, Lord. Grant us the grace to retain in the church. All that you give to us. Let us be like Jesus. He said, of all that you have given to me, I lost none. I see growth an increase after this conference God is going to help you Amen. as you go out there 
to win the loss, God will help you. Amen. And the Holy Spirit will gather the people into your church. Amen. And they will come with speed yes. swiftly. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands for the Lord. Go ahead, appreciate the Lord. And you may be seated.